Welcome to the Smallholder Food Business Development Institute podcast, episode 55. Let's question assumptions, my friends. Welcome to the Smallholder Food Development Institute podcast, where we serve up truth so that you can build the profitable, sustainable food business you've always dreamed of. Now here's your host, Dr. Michelle Fannin-Steel. Um, hello, everybody, and welcome. Dr. P in the house, welcome. I am uh, recording this from the proofing box. I'm so happy everybody's uh, here. And as you know, we come with the podcast live on the proofing box on Thursdays. I try and vary the times uh, so people can... Um, so people, you know, we have people who join us from all around the world and it's really amazing because let me just tell you, I love smallholder food and I love smallholder food and lots and lots and lots of different cultures and geographies and different people. And it's really super amazing to have everybody join us um, from all over the world. It's, it's awesome. So anyway, uh, so we are talking about uh, assumptions today, and as many of you probably know, I alternate doing technical topics with my, uh, mindset and life coaching topics. I'm a certified life coach, and I love bringing the tools of life coaching into smallholder food production because it makes us all better business owners, my friends. <laughs> so I want to welcome everybody, and um, thank you for taking the time. There are just, you know, like just a couple of announcements uh, at the top of the hour. So first of all, if you haven't joined the Proofing Box, why not come on to Facebook, join the Proofing Box. We have lots of good dis discussion. Number two, if you are interested in doing this work and taking this work further, there are lots of ways to work with me. Actually, I like, there are really not that many ways to work with me. Um, I am, however, rolling out food safety coach training. Uh, I will put the URL in the comments on the proofing box and in the show notes. And this is literally going to blow your mind. What if you could have me in your facility, except it was even better because it was you. <laughs> okay. I have, there are just, there's so many people who are like, Oh, you know, Dr. P, if you could just work here. Well, guess what? I'm training everybody to like take all of the knowledge that I have in my head, all of the life coaching and put it towards your own facility, put it towards your own business grow your life, build wealth and community in your locality through the food that you make. All right. I am so excited to be doing this. I think it's going to be amazing. Um, and I would love to talk with you about, um, joining. So uh, I want you to book a call and join my friends. <laughs> book a call and join. All right. So we've got that as uh, an announcement. And then um, I am, um, then the other thing I have decided to do is, is I do webinars on the third Wednesday of every month. So the podcast is great. And I love doing the, I love doing the podcast and things like that. But sometimes we need some PowerPoint. I mean, God, God help me, I can't believe I just said that out loud, but, um, and sometimes I need to be drawing diagrams and things like that. So last month we did this really great podcast on facilities. Um, I have no idea if I, if I, podcast, if I broadcast that co-live co on the page, I don't think that I did. Um, so if you want to, um, if you want to get that facilities webinar, we have a replay, um, and I'll put the replay up on the, on the web if it's not already there. I don't, I don't, I'm not actually in charge of that in my business. <laughs> 
So anyway, um, and then next month we are talking, our webinar topic is Serve Up Truth QA Made Easy. It's on, we're always, I'm just going to make them, I'm making the webinars just like scheduled. So, so they're on the third Wednesday of the month at one o'clock Eastern. And next month we're going to be talking about QA Made Easy. Um, I have a partner company. I'm going to be doing, I am hoping to be doing this with a cannabis company um, for whom I'm going to be doing some other webinars. So I'll go do webinars on their platform and then they'll um, they'll invite their um, listeners to um, and their subscribers to the webinar on on my platform so that should be perfectly that should be pretty awesome um, and then of course we're gonna have office hours after this is so for those of you who are tuning in live on the Facebook page um, put your questions in the comment section and then there's gonna be a pause you'll hear an end to the podcast and then we will go and I will answer um, I will answer questions um, on, on any topic that you want. I have some, I have some questions that were pre-fed to me and I will cover that at, um, uh, closer to the bottom of the hour when, um, we finish up the podcast. So anyway, so that's how things work around here. Uh, and so with, so with that, I want to launch into the podcast and I want to, um, I want to talk about, uh, what we're talking about today. Okay, so I'm a life coach, right? And one of the gifts of being a life coach is you get to learn and think about your own mind. Now, I have a particular predilection for doing this, and I know most people don't, and that's totally okay. <laughs> All right, let me do the work and bring the stuff to you so that you can um, take what you need to grow and scale your business and, and build the business and the wealth and the community that the universe is calling you to build because that's what we're all about here, right? And so what I really want to teach you in today's podcast is all about being what we call being the watcher, okay? And being the watcher, um, and this has nothing to do with the, I don't know, the umpteenth re-release of The Watchmen, um, but being the watcher is pretty much all about recognizing what your brain is thinking while you're thinking it, <laughs> okay? Um, so that the ability to do that is really pretty transformational. And I've talked about all of my own transformations on the podcast before you guys, you guys know a lot of that story. So I don't want to belabor the point, but let me help you with this. <laughs> okay. Let me help you with, with, with teaching you how to be the watcher, because a lot of times we spend a lot of time watching our employees, watching our kids, watching our spouses and things like that. And we can that and actually doing it with without a certain mindset of of understanding what we're doing can be more harmful than helpful. And that's why a lot of people think that life coaching doesn't work. Okay, so we're going to uncover all that stuff today. Um, and so I want to thank you for being here. Thank you for taking the time to look at your own brains. Because it's this this process of understanding yourself, okay, is integral to creating the business that you want. Because of course, we always talk about the six assets in your business. The brain of the person who founded it or the people who manage it, the brains of the employees, literally the brains of your customers, because that's where your trust and credibility resides, okay? Your own products, then your own processes, and then finally your capital equipment, okay? And if we do all of this right, you're this, like being the watcher requires no capital expenditure, okay? And you can actually improve all five of the assets in your, um, the top five assets in your business 
with an investment of time and talent, okay? Um, and of course, when you manage your mind, you will manage your time better, and that always leads to more money, okay? So there are super big financial benefits to understanding how to watch your own mind. There are emotional benefits too, okay? When you can approach your own brain from a perspective of there are things that are optional, um, the amount of relief of anxiety that I have gotten in my life. So for all y'all who don't know, I have an anxiety disorder, like diagnosed, medicated, like whatever. Okay. I know there are opinions with a capital O about what that means. I'm totally forthcoming about it. Mental illness is real. Anxiety disorders are real. And guess what? I do all this shit anyway, right? And a lot of it is because I have learned how to, working with my, my doctors, working with therapists, um, though I'm not in therapy anymore, um, how to watch my own thoughts and decide whether or not they're serving me, okay? And that's what we're doing today, <laughs> okay? That is what we are doing. The, the, the process that we're talking about today has built my mind as an asset in my life in unbelievable ways, and it has been in a super short period of time. I started life coaching 18 months ago. So it was like March of maybe a little more than 18 months ago, like March of 2018. It has really not been that long. All right. And the transformation has been mind blowing. Okay. And my mind is my biggest asset. Okay. Your mind is your biggest asset. So let's build that asset so that you can go and be um, the people in the universe that you want to be. Okay. And so what do I then mean by creating this result of watching, okay? What I mean is actually being able to look at your thoughts, okay? We think in the neighborhood of 60 to 65,000 different thoughts a day, all right? And as you've heard me say before, most of those thoughts you really don't wanna be thinking about, okay? I drive a stick shift, all right? I am on automatic, haha no pun intended, um, of how I drive my car, okay? I know how to put in the clutch. I know how to um, press on the accelerator. I know when to put in the brake and whether or not I need to put in the clutch at the same time. And I know how to shift and drive and all of the things, okay? I probably am better at multitasking in my car than I should be. <laughs> all right. I don't want to have to think about those thoughts. I don't want to have to think about the thoughts about walking. I don't want to have to think the thoughts about swallowing. But for those of you who have kids, you might know that swallowing is a learned uh, skill. All right, we don't think about it, right? We don't, we don't think about swallowing as a learned skill. There are swallow clinics that teach people how to swallow and teach them how to coordinate their muscles so that they can swallow, right? There are people who actually have to learn that. And you remember you had to learn how to ride a bike. You had to learn how to drive a car. Well, there were thoughts that you thought while you were doing that. And learning how to be the watcher is learning to recognize those thoughts. And the best way that I have, no, I have learned how to do this is by writing all that shit down. <laughs> okay, that's it. Write it all down. And I think I talked about this in a previous podcast. All right, and this takes that podcast a little further. So basically what we do is we write everything down, okay? Take 20 minutes, just, or, and if that's too much, just keep the pen going. If 20 minutes is too much, then do it for 10. If 10 minutes is too much, do it for five. All right, but set a time limit, and even if you don't know what to write down, just write down 
I don't know what to write. This is pointless. And all right, and eventually, I promise, you will have a thought and you will write it down. Wow, the room is really hot. Wow, the room is really cold. Uh, all right, and your mind will wander, just like as if any of you all meditate, your mind will wander. The point is to capture all of those thoughts, uh, okay? And then you're gonna read those thoughts, okay? And there are lots of different ways to do this. My recommendation is to look at those thoughts and figure out what are the things that are neutral in those thoughts, all right? Those are the circumstances of your life, okay? And when you're looking at things that are neutral, those are generally nouns. <laughs> They're person, place, or thing is neutral. Money is neutral. Debt is neutral. Profit is neutral. The amount of pounds out the door, totally neutral. The brand name of your sanitizing chemical, totally neutral. Uh, your critical control point should definitely be neutral. <laughs> okay. Uh, that your employees exist, totally neutral. Okay. And then you're going to have thoughts about those um, about those facts in your life and you just want to capture those thoughts because those thoughts will create feelings and those feelings are going to be either positive or negative all right and then once you figure out whether or not those feelings are positive or negative that's when i want you to stop all right and especially um and this is probably easier um, to start this around positive feelings, okay? So if you have a thought, all right, let's just pick a thought, like um, we make an amazing product. That is probably a super accessible thought for all of y'all, right? We make amazing, I don't know, I was talking about lardo on the salt-cured pig last night. So we make amazing lardo, okay? So the circumstance in that sentence is lardo. We can also be a circumstance, but it's very broad. Uh, the, the more, the more, um, narrow your circumstance kind of the better your thought work will be we make really amazing we make we make amazing lardo okay and i'm sure there are people listening to this who would agree that you make amazing lardo i'm happy to verify that if you want to send me any uh so the thought we make amazing largo uh, lardo that probably makes you feel pretty good and then the question is is what are the assumptions behind that okay so there are some assumptions behind we make amazing lardo if you work with me, the assumption is, is you're making it safely, okay? So you followed your not heat-treated, shelf-stable, HACCP plan. Um, there are some assumptions behind um, the mouthfeel, okay, that you, are, um, that you are feeling when you eat the lardo about how it smells, how it tastes, uh, what it looks like, okay? There are broader assumptions if, in this case, lardo is one of your products for your business, um, there are broader assumptions around that if you're actually making lardo, okay? One of those assumptions is, is your customers want lardo. What would happen if you started questioning what your customers actually want? I do this exercise with people who are trying to go get SQF certified to find out whether or not their customers actually want SQF certification or if we can, I don't wanna say get away with, but supply them with a global market um, program, internal audit instead of SQF certification. Because the standards, the, the food safety standards aren't lower, but the paperwork standards sure are. Okay, and so um, when you start questioning the assumptions around we make really amazing lardo, what does that say about your, who's we in that case? So, okay, is it all your employees that make amazing lardo? Is it you that makes the amazing lardo? What is that, what is that, what are, what are all the assumptions behind your statement, okay? This is fairly easy to do with a positive statement. 
it is more difficult to do with subtle negative statements that feel that that sound like they should be positive but really aren't okay and of the thoughts that 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 keep us up at night it's generally those okay nobody is going to spend a wicked amount of time contemplating whether or not they need to think about the thought we make amazing lardo i just use that for illustrative purposes on the other hand there are other more subtle thoughts that probably make you feel like ass okay that are holding you back in your life that you're not questioning the assumptions from and then what you do is is you assume that the feeling bad around those thoughts is wrong and then you just kind of spiral into this whole negativity so what does that actually look like um, okay what that actually looks like is you have um you have let's so for all y'all let's do this for all y'all that carry debt okay i have to pay off my debt okay if you have a pen and paper and you're not driving write down the th and, and you have debt uh, write down the thought i have to pay off my debt okay think about how that thought makes you feel okay that thought makes me feel terrible. I have to pay off my debt. But it sounds super useful, doesn't it? I have to pay off my debt sounds amazingly useful because then we're gonna beat the shit out of ourselves to pay off our debt, right? How many times does beating ourselves into submission around trying to create a result in our life ever work? It almost never does without an extreme exertion of willpower. So it's possible, it just depletes Okay. And that's very difficult. That's what leads to exhaustion at night. That's what leads to over drinking. That's what leads to overeating. That's what leads to buffering on Instagram and looking at everybody's beautiful pictures on Instagram instead of putting your real and authentic self out on Instagram, right? So that you can drive business, you can drive business forward with the customers that you're meant to serve. I should pay or I need to pay off my debt. I have to pay off my debt. What are the assumptions behind that statement? Okay, the first assumption is the statement itself. I have to pay off my debt. I promise you, you don't have to pay off your debt. You don't. You can you cannot pay off your debt. It's totally possible. People do it all the time. <laughs> okay, they do it all the time. When you recognize that you don't have to pay off your debt, you might be able to just shift the conversation in your head a little bit to, I'd like to make the choice to pay off my debt. Which feels really different that I have to pay off my debt. There are other, there are other thoughts. I have to, there are other assumptions you're making. I have to pay off my debt. Makes the assumption that you're the one that has to pay off your debt. Marry rich, then somebody else can pay off your debt, right? That's an option. That's literally what some women are told. Marry rich, and then you don't have to worry about it. Somebody else will pay your debts, okay? So there's an assumption we talked about. So that's the I. I have to pay them off. Somebody else can pay them off. I know that there are people out there who will tell you that you can um, consolidate your debt, pays off on pennies on the dollar or something like that. I think probably while simultaneously ruining your credit score. So you cannot pay off your debt. It's dead. Um, and you can make the choice to ruin your credit score. That's also an option. It's a valid option that people take, okay, and that they choose to feel good about. Then there's the thought about debt. 
what assumptions are you making about debt? You're probably making the assumption debt is bad, okay? Now, a lot of us can have the intellectual conversation in our business that businesses carry debt, okay? Um, there is a deep distrust in the market of businesses that don't carry debt. This is not a financial advice show, <laughs> all right? I have had my own internal conversations about debt, especially as it, as it um, pertains to the business, okay? But how many negative feelings do you have about debt and how awful do you feel about debt? You are making the assumption that that is useful, that those negative thoughts and coming from a negative frame of mind with your money is useful. And it's not, okay? And when you define debt as negative instead of useful, and you may have to. So there was a point, I don't know, four or five months ago where I was going through this journey myself around debt in the business, because I carry debt in the business. Um, and I was working with my coach and for a long time there, debt really didn't feel neutral. And so when I was thinking about the neutrality of it, I actually put the number down, okay? And then my thought was, I'm in debt, and that felt really negative to me. And so I coached myself around, why does that feel negative? What are we, like, what are we thinking? From that space, I've actually moved to a point where for me, the word debt is neutral. It may not be for you, allow yourself that space, it's totally fine. Don't assume because there are people out there saying debt's just a thing, it's just a contract, that you automatically agree with that. You may not. Know where you stand and stand there is like my favorite quote, right? And just know how you feel about debt. Know how you feel about profit, friends. A lot of us think that if we make more profit, we'll feel better. Okay, great. Um, but question that assumption, will you feel better? I posit to you that you'll actually feel differently and when you make more profit, you will be solving different problems rather than the problems that you're having right now, <laughs> okay? And so when you sit in this space, there will be discomfort and it is okay, all right? It is very easy to start asking ourselves these, these questions, all right, and say, I feel really super uncomfortable and I want to let you know that it is completely okay to feel discomfort. As I am fond of saying, all right, if shame and humiliation and negative emotions killed us, we would have all died in middle school, okay? <laughs> and since you're listening to this podcast, I'm pretty sure you're not dead. So you didn't die in middle school. Shame and discomfort won't kill you. All right, failure doesn't kill you. <laughs> it may be just uncomfortable and allow it to be uncomfortable. Allow yourself to feel inadequate like I talked in the Friday email last week. When you allow that, okay, it allows for a new set of questions once you've started questioning your assumptions. And if you question your assumptions about what it means like around dead is bad or I make really awesome food or whatever it is that you wanna question your assumptions about, it'll let you ask five really, really, really interesting questions, okay? And just pick one thought and do this. It All roads lead to Rome. Pick one thought and learn how to do this with whatever thought you want, okay? Whether it's FSIS has jurisdiction over me or uh, the FDA is um, out to kill my business or the Leafy Greens Marketing Association is only interested in commodity agriculture. Like just pick a thought. This works for all the thoughts. Okay, and then the questions are, 
how is that thought serving me? Okay, we have thoughts, even thoughts we repetitively think that serve us. And it's always easier to understand how your thoughts serve you, even when they're negative thoughts. There are a lot of people who, who term this um, secondary gain. So even in your negative thoughts, you can have secondary gain. Then the question is, is how is this thought not serving me? All right, be brave and ask how your thoughts are not serving you. Then ask yourself, what's the upside to keeping the thought? So say you have a super negative thought about your regulator, like my food inspector is a moron, okay? That's kind of a negative thought. You probably don't feel really good thinking about it. That thought serves you in some ways. That thought doesn't serve you in other, word, in other ways. There are upsides to keeping that thought. And a lot of the time, the upsides to keeping that thought is, is you get to build evidence you're right and that feels good. Every time you build evidence that you are right. See, even the other folks who own restaurants around here, they agree with me. That, that restaurant guy is a moron. Huh? All right, this is usually in association with writing food code asset plans. There's an upside for you. you. We build community, my friends, by complaining. That is one of our tried and true methods of building community here in the United States. We build community by complaining. There is an upside to that. That actually does build community. But then the question is, is what are the downsides to that, of course? So, so what are the downsides to thinking the FDA is out to get me, FSIS is full of career bureaucrats who have no idea how to do small animal agriculture, whatever those thoughts are, right? What are the downsides to keeping those? When you have answered those four questions, then ask yourself the question, do I wanna move forward into my future with this thought. The person that you're trying to become, okay, the person who runs a $20 million business, the person who got an SQF audit, the person who started up their USDA production facility and is making amazing charcuterie, the person who's making the amazing chocolates that, you know, are the are Oprah's favorite and they go into the December issue of the Oprah magazine, huh? okay? What's that person thinking? Does that person want that thought? Because the assumptions that you make today are the building blocks of the life that you have in your future. Does your future self want those blocks? <laughs> okay. Ask, just ask yourself that question. And asking yourself that question is an amazing way to figure out whether or not you want to take that into the future. Does your future self want to have those thoughts? And whatever the answer is, my, my, my request to you is, is you just look at them with integrity and acceptance and compassion, okay? Because your future self on whom those building blocks has, they love you. They are so profoundly grateful to you for all the work that you are doing right now. The work you are doing on your own mind right now is important work. And if... And, and I invite you into this conversation with integrity and acceptance and compassion for where you are right now and how you are showing up right this very moment, okay? And so when you question your assumptions and you allow yourself to know where you stand and you understand that maybe sometimes we're coming at these things from a very negative standpoint, you can decide if that's what you want to do. And it is in making the choice that you have all the power. You have all the power in the choice. 
Okay, you can decide you need to pay off your debt. You can decide you need to pay your employees. And then all of a sudden it becomes, I'm choosing to pay off my debt. I'm choosing to pay off my employees. And that's all the difference in the world, my friends. And you will feel so much better when you make the choice as opposed to burdening yourself. And that's what we're really looking for, right? At the end of the day, we're kind of looking to feel better and you will by questioning all of your assumptions. I promise, but I promise you'll feel uncomfortable first. Just allow it, allow yourself to feel uncomfortable so that you can build the business of your dreams. That's what we got for the podcast today, my friends. Thank you so much for joining us. Y'all have an amazing week. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. Be sure to join us in the Proofing Box, a private Facebook page for food producers filled with valuable information and technical tips. Grow your business by learning from people just like you, all under the guidance of a food safety expert.